Yo, what's up, world? Welcome to episode four of the Dog Money Sports Show. I go by Money Marvin. I'm sitting here with my boy Big Chubbs. <laughs> what it do, man? What up, what up, brother? Um, I'm blessed, man. I can't complain. Had a great weekend. Went out, checked out Kirk Franklin and Maverick City. It's a pretty dope con- concert. Even though Kirk Franklin almost fell on stage, mm, dude, this would have been the second time that I've almost. <laughs> when I was a kid, he actually fell on stage at Six Flags, but this time he did almost fail, but he caught himself. So uh, I would have thought maybe I was the jinx, but uh, how? <laughs> Don't call yourself a jinx, bro. Not for before gambling season starts, do not call yourself a jinx. Look, just just for him though, but oh, okay. uh, just for him. If you a jinx, don't touch me, man. Look, I got tickets to put in. Don't play. Nah, we got money together going, so I can't even. But yeah, brother, how was your weekend, man? It was cool, man. It was kind of slow. Okay. I feel like I need like two or three more days off. I can't be mad at that. I really need a vacation, bro. I need a vacation. <laughs> no, you no, been drinking that water. In no, there, water, right. water. But uh, yeah, brother. Nah, I, I definitely understand a vacation. I need a vacation myself. So I know we're just trying to hop up into things. It's a lot of, a lot of, you know, training camp is going on. So right now, God, because bro. man, actually, and then besides training camp, we got a day, two. What are we looking at? today okay august 4th we have hall oakland hall of fame game so at least we have some updated football and we don't have to keep watching anything from last season at this point i don't really care for preseason like that and but i'm glad i interrupted you because you almost said oakland raiders did i you almost said it see it's still there they're not out there no more they las here. vegas raiders they're here with las vegas raiders the city it's respect yes my bad brother my bad see I'm glad you caught me, but uh, we're gonna so hop up. Go in. Home, <laughs> we, we gonna hop up into the news. Um, first, we're just gonna go to Bill Russell, the legend. Uh, he passed over this weekend. Eleven-time NBA champ as a 11. player, two-time NBA champ, champ as a head coach, as the first black head coach, um, and he actually had eight straight finals as a player that he won. So. If we're talking about all-time winning players, like he's... Bro, he's the most decorated athlete. Ain't it crazy that he's in Boston, right? And the next most decorated athlete in what we watch football is <laughs> Tom Brady and won six of them things I'm in Boston. I'm not giving that state that much credit, bro. I don't know, man. They doing something right. But um, other than that... Cheating. You know... <laughs> So we want to just pay our respects to Bill, the legend, the legend, legend. And as far as college football news, we don't really have too much going on yet. It's still they're in hell week. They're in uh, they're still off season mode. Pretty much at this point, you're at a camp, probably away from your regular campus. Mm-hmm. I know that's how we were. Um, so we're away from your regular campus. Once you're there at camp, you got at least three, two, two weeks that you're going to spend away from home. And it's just straight football all day, either meetings, practice, eating. You barely sleeping, but mostly meetings and practice. So we about three weeks out from the first college game, which I'm excited about. I, I, I was trying to figure out how we could start talking about it this week, but I was like, ah, We'll wait till next week and we'll start with the top 25 on college football. 
You know what I mean? Right. We want to give our just due still for NFL. Um, outside of college football, we're going to swing into the NFL news where the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen J- Ross, sorry, Stephen Ross was suspended for about, what is this, August, about three, four months. He can he has to be away from the team until October. He was also fined $1.5 million, mm-hmm. which is nothing in his pocket. No. I mean, that's like $10 going to Smith's. <laughs> what do you want? Let $10. Us call it. Let right. us call it in, in, in his pockets, that's about ten bucks. Um, and then, how do you suspend an owner though? Like, oh, he can't play until. Like, bro, we don't care like, about the owners. Bro. <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you suspend the owner? Don't he still got to write the check? So he got to have some kind of somebody over there writing the check. Somebody doing something. I mean, his money still. Well, maybe he mind. just like got to spend that time away so he can't bribe his other coaches. <laughs> Hey, take uh, real quick so we hey, get this draft pick. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. And we're going to go into that real quick, too. I forgot too. to say allegedly, huh? No, you was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you was right. And we're going to go into that in a I second. But Brian I mean, I do, too, brother. But he, he, they also, as a team, lost their one of their first-round picks for 2023 mm-hmm. and then also a third-round pick for 2024. To me, out of out of everything, the team might have took the bulk of that hit. To me, looking at that, because taking away one of their draft picks from all the tanking that they was doing, <laughs> they were really sorry though. They, man, but you know what's crazy is when they hired Brian, he they, took that team to another level. I honestly thought that they finally did what was right. And finally got a good coach. If you watch their film, they were really just playing tough. That's it. They played for him. They played for him for real. They played for him. And and it showed. And the crazy on 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 every film that you see, every all the film that you see, at that time, they were in games or they were about to win the game. Right. In games that they shouldn't have won. Like they was just missing a piece. A piece. You know what I mean? And that to me is unfortunate, but at least he got picked up by Pittsburgh to coach again. So that's that's going to be cool for him. We're going to segue over to before the, we segue. I do hope that he get himself another head coaching position because you can tell he's like fit for the job. So because you say that, do you think they are going to blackball him out of a head coaching? Job? Oh, absolutely. But I'm still like hoping and praying. So I definitely hope he gets another head coaching job because he definitely deserves it. I would say in Pittsburgh that may be a great fit for him, but Mike Tomlin, I don't think he's going to retire no time soon. Oh no! So it, it would have to come from another another team. But how many black head coaches got hired this off season? Uh, Two. Right. <laughs> so I believe, I believe he'll still get enough. And Lovey Smith was though, one so. of the ones that got hired this, but he already had that opportunity before. You know what I mean? Right. So, but I definitely hope he gets another chance to be a head coach because he definitely deserves it. Now, as far as the news that's been pretty much one of the, I guess you will, an umbrella over the league this year. Deshaun Watson. Just Deshaun Watson. He was suspended for six games. We both went on record uh, thinking that he was going to get a year suspension. A year. I I thought he was at least going to get at least a year. 
at at minimum. That's what I thought too. But I mean, six games without you know, knowing the details of the case, without going into the details of the case or knowing the details because we don't know. We right. were in the room in whatever wherever he was at. But six games. I mean, what I'm showing here is that from their perspective, it was an ex judge that did all of the research and looking into the case. And she decided that six games was enough. From what I read, um, the arbitrator was just provided all the details. It's not like she went out and got any more than what they gave her. Okay. So her decision was based off what they was given. So basically what you saw in front of me, what I see in front of me is this. And I'm going to base my decision off of this. Also um, off the the rules that you guys already set in place for whatever the crime is. For the league. For the league, yes. So, you know, the league itself, NFL, has three days to appeal the suspension. I don't know if they do. Do you think they will? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, now, they off easy with six games. Man. Oh, you said the league or the team? The the league has NFL. They have. Oh, they petty enough to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> they petty enough <laughs> to But then appeal. that puts all, the, all of everything in Roger Goodell's hands again. And that's, that's been the problem. <laughs> that's been the problem. But other than that, you know, shout out to Debo Samuel, who went and got that bag. Go get that bag. Go get that bag. Go get that bag. Get your money, man. <laughs> 73.5. His contract is worth up to $73.5 million. Uh, 58.1 million guaranteed. Man, I man that's I a bad about, bag. Uh, when I heard about trade rumors, I said, man, oh, they're going to pay that boy. <laughs> they pay how, do, how, how would your... Offense flow without him. They don't make point. it back to the playoffs without Debo. I don't think so either. And outside of his, outside of his outstanding contract, which he was, which it was very much deserved in my opinion. Um, Kyler Murray, his contract for all intents and purposes was edited. And <laughs> well, they take out it's, the contract. It's almost like they. You, you, you've seen that episode of SpongeBob where with the with the big with the the drawn out SpongeBob. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he took that big old took that big old pencil. That's basically what they did. Was when Gaspar said, "Let's let's just erase this part of the like contract." A, that was like a poor move on their decision to first put that in the contract, and then when it you know becomes a distraction, you I, take it out. I personally think that the I personally think that the league no not the league Kyler Murray's team. Like his lawyer, his the team that all, convinced him team. to sign the contract. Yeah, his personal team. I feel like they put that out there so that it can look crazy. But they that. also could have told him not to sign it, bro. Yeah, but I mean, are you turning down? I mean, they they kind of had a feeling like, yeah, we can get we can get you so, out of this. I'm Colin Murray. I'm like, bro, y'all convinced me to sign this, knowing I'm not gonna read this whole contract. You telling me it's a good idea, but you failed to tell me that. I hope he read the. The contract, I know he but didn't I know he that contract, but because you hire people to do so, I mean, <laughs> hey, and give you a decision that is based off your best interest. That was that was big on his behalf too. Uh, but as far as training camp news, yeah. the probably one of the bigger stories is that Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick tore his ACL uh. in practice today, which sucks. Um, and that's 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 unfortunate. Very like he he was a. I mean, out of everything, he may have been a good third option on the team this year, being that Noah Fent is gone as a tight end. So, Russell Wilson is coming in 
with a lot of new pieces, and he already has Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Right. But now you throw in a Tim Patrick who caught 53 passes for 734 yards and five touchdowns. Russell Wilson could definitely right. use that. You know, what, know I mean? what they say, though. Next man up. Next man up. <laughs> Can't make the club in the tub. <laughs> So, I mean, that's Bro, that's really still that. <laughs> man, my guy that gave me that. So, been telling me that all my life. Can't make the club in the tub, man. Uh, but as far as the news, that's pretty much it for the news this week. Uh, we're gonna roll into the next topic, which we won't briefly want to discuss because it is the Hall of Fame game on this week. You have the Raiders versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is said to be that Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne won't play in that game, which is, I mean, I get it. I get it, but I kind of would expect at least Etienne and Trevor to play at least a series or two, but it is the first week. So normally they start playing starters just to get the feel about the second week. Yeah, right. Second, third week. But... Get them up to game speed. Absolutely, because they're going to need it. I mean, they're still young. So, with the Hall of Fame itself, there was eight inductees. There was Tony Baselli. There was Cliff Branch. Baselli is a tackle, offensive tackle for the Jaguars. He was an offensive tackle for the Jaguars. And there was Cliff Branch, wide receiver. There was Leroy Butler. Linebacker, um, you had, I'm sorry, safety. And then you had Art McNelly, who was like basically office when they do the office or film guys yeah. when they induct them. You had Sam Mills, who was a linebacker for the Saints and the Panthers. You had Dick Vermeil, who might be best known for his stint with the Rams for the greatest show on turf. Oh, yep. Era. And then you have Richard Seymour and you have Bryant Young. So both defensive end slash defensive tackles. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hall of Fame class this year? And and, and then I'm going to ask you another question. Honestly, the only names that really come to mind or that I'm familiar with is Richard Seymour and Dick Vermeil. And uh, I do remember um, Tony Baselli a little bit. Okay. Not that I really like paid attention to linemen as a kid because all these people played when we were children. Right. Except for Richard Seymour. He played a little bit in our adult years. Right, right. But – um. Yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention to linemen back then, but it's a big body, and he was throwing people around, so throwing you can't everybody. just not watch that. Right, no, so, absolutely. Shout out to everybody that made it to the Hall of Fame in the year of 2022. That was real political, and I thank you for that, but what was your first initial thoughts? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> was that your first? Like, when I saw, I was like, wow. I looked at the list of the finalists, mm. and I said, whoa. These people didn't make it. Yeah, you, yeah. The list of folks that didn't make it. Crazy. Now I don't know the rules anymore of how they pick them. I know they do it like a senior. I guess you'll say a senior class that from people that's been in the eligibility list for a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll do that, and then they do two. Now Richard Seymour was a beast. Um, Bryant Young was a beast for the 49ers. I definitely remember him. Yep. Um, I remember Sam Mills because of my stepdad. My um, name. I remember Sam Mills yeah, for sure. For the Saints linebacker. I mean, he did his job. But all around, 
to me, I might say this might have been one of the weaker, um, <laughs> honestly, one of the weaker Hall of Fame classes. I mean, they all did their thing in, in the in the NFL, and hey, much respect to them. Not taking that away from them, but as far as a class of what was on the list, a few notable players, I do think that this might have been the weakest <laughs> class. You know what I mean, and 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 I'm saying that because, you know, Richard Seymour, three time champion with the Patriots, dog, dog, but but but, <laughs> three time champion with the Patriots, but he finished his he finished his career with 57 and a half sacks, mm-hmm. four forced fumbles, two interceptions, right, 496 tackles. Where did he okay? finish in Oakland? He finished in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he was at, with New England during that run when they started their three-peat. Yeah. Was it a three-peat? No, wasn't three. No, it wasn't. Um, but when they started their run, um, he was in Oakland. And then you have Brian Young, who who definitely deserves to be in there. I just think it was still a little early, even though he's been eligible for a long time. Um, he had finished with 89 and a half sacks, 618 tackles. And that was for the 49ers. But when you look at their careers as a whole over the span of their careers, there was no season that they was better than one of these snubs that I want to mention really quick. Like, literally, there was no season that was better. And, I mean, they have a ring. He had a ring. And then Richard Seymour had three rings. And, honestly, I mean, truthfully – I'm not putting in in the list on even if we go into the senior class. I still feel like there was a few other senior class members that you could have picked. Sam Mills was a beast in New Orleans mm-hmm. and, and the Panthers, but I still feel like there was other members that you could have picked. But when you look at the snubs from, to me, what could have been and what should have been, you had the option of DeMarcus Ware. Should have been there. Ninth in sacks all time right Should have been there already. DeMarcus Ware, if you look at his individual stats per season, uh, this is maybe second year, maybe second second year, maybe maybe third. Have to look that up. But if you look, that man was went one, two, three, four seasons under 10 sacks a, a year in his career. His whole career. Right. And you got to think the last two – Years of his career was in Denver, where he didn't play as much. He was just part of that rotation. Right. And then you have his last year in Dallas, where he didn't play that much either. I want to say he was injured that year. Um, but They knew he was on his way out. You know, exactly. And so, and he, he that's what he produced. But you have DeMarcus Ware. You had Devin Hester. To first me, ballot. He is a first ballot Hall of Fame, if anybody. You know? So... With Devin Hester, I do feel like that was a snub. I think he's the best return man we've ever seen. Absolutely. I agree. I absolutely. Better than Dion. Better than um, what's his, Green from Hall. Washington. Dante oh, Hall. better than Dante Hall. Yeah. Better than, what's his name, Green uh, from Washington? I have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, we have to look that um, one up. But, yeah, better than him. Man, that man changed the game. Like, they literally had to change 
bro. Returns for him. Opening kickoff in the Super Bowl was crazy. Crazy. I, I was sitting here like this. Did you watch the highlight when he just, you know, he already outran everybody, so he just watching himself on the teleprompter? <laughs> Did I? I still bro. remember that game. That game itself was nuts. And I wish Lovey would have pulled that off, but uh, it's not okay. Not with that quarterback. <laughs> was it Rex Grossman? Yes. Oh, yeah, not with that not quarterback. Not with that quarterback. Not against Peyton. That defense nah. was so good out there <laughs> in Chicago, though. That's what carried them. Yeah, that's that how defense. they got there. And special, special teams. teams. Yeah. Man. But you also had on the list Reggie Wayne, who, to me, still deserves it. You had Andre Johnson, who was a beast in, 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 the, in Houston. How many years he had in the league? I want to say 10, but Andre Johnson never really had a great quarterback. Never. Or I would say their Carr's brother had the potential, but they never put an offensive line around him. No, he was a bum. I don't know, man. I mean, he was a professional athlete. I, don't I, get me wrong. I think that he, he could have. Soft. <laughs> His brother is definitely colder than him. You're not um, him, son. Hey, hey, you're not him. But you also had Rondé Barber. On that list. Which is crazy. Which should have, to me, went over Leroy Butler. And I just want to give those stats, and we'll rotate out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Leroy Butler, this is just his stats compared to Rondé Barber. 38 interceptions for Butler, 20 and a half sacks, 13 forced fumbles. Mind you, he's a defensive back. Mm -hmm. You have Rondé Barber, 47 interceptions, 28 sacks, 15 forced fumbles. Both of them have a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. Butler has four Pro Bowls. Rondé has five. Who makes these decisions? Who are making these decisions, bro? We need to find out the criteria to get to the Hall of Fame because, like, uh, like Dion said, bro, it's, it's not it, bro. It's it's not it, and they just like the music scene Respect with the Grammys and stuff. Make it, though. I'm yeah, not absolutely. Nobody no, in their we, career. We can't. We can't. Right. We didn't make it to that level. So it, I mean, but they're. You expect a certain standard when you talk about the Hall of Fame. You it's think gross. about it's hard to even LT. Pay you think anymore. about Ray Lewis. You think about these guys that were literally dogs, pioneers, game changers. You know what I'm saying? And that's all unstoppable people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so I don't know. I think they do need a refresh. They need to get away from the media. They also voting. need to stop having this goat conversation too, because you can't have it in football. It's nah. it's really impossible in football. Basketball, I can see. No, you can't have it then. I mean, it's, it's all one. errors. There's only supposed to be one goat. And who is that? Michael nah, Jordan. we ain't going there. Michael uh, Jordan. We, in NF- we still in NFL talk, boy. Uh, Man, how much <laughs> time left even, we got? We ain't even going there. Hey, we'll we'll make five minutes. We it. ain't going there. We'll make five minutes. We not. We not. I bet. So you we're gonna hop up into. <laughs> we gonna hop into our division talks first. We want to hop into the. Outlook, we're starting with the NFC East. Let's get the bums out. And let's can you can you let a, let the people know what the finishing standings was last year in 21. All right, so the standings for the NFC East, Cowboys in first place, 12 and 5 schedule or a record, I'm sorry. Eagles second place, 9 and 8. Uh the Washington football team, now the Commanders, the Commanders, 7 and 10. Giants in fourth place with the whopping four and thirteen. Let's clap for that. Take it one clap. Nah. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna start off with the bottom of the NFC East from twenty one, and we're gonna go with the Giants. So we want to go into. I just want to give you some of 
their key players, additions, and losses, and I want to get your perspective on them as a team. Um, key players-wise, you have Saquon Barkley. Is you he have, healthy right now? I don't – I mean, in training camp, yes. Ain't no telling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have Kadarius Toney. Oh, man. That's a wide receiver. Uh, you have uh, Leonard Williams, the defensive tackle. And then you have Adoree Jackson, their cornerback. And then as far as key additions, they had I, – I still can't pronounce this man's last name, Kayvon Tigibu, I think. Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau. Okay. Thibodeau. Thank you. I've never been able to pronounce that. But from Oregon, the defensive end, he was cold. He's a finesse type of defensive end in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But he fits that New York lifestyle. Oh, he's a bum. What'd I say? Let me hear you say it. Call him a bum. <laughs> No. <laughs> and then you have Evan Neal, offensive tackle from Alabama. Ricky Sills Jones, uh, tight end from Washington. And then you have Tyrod Taylor, who is their backup now um, behind Daniel Jones. Key losses wise. Teams and, and I want to go in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there really quick. He, but a solid he is a though. solid backup quarterback. But you key losses, you have Will Hernandez, the guard. Um, he is actually from Vegas. He went to Arizona. You have Jabril Peppers, who went to New England, and Evan Ingram, who couldn't stay injury-free. Um, he went to Jacksonville and signed a nice contract. So um, much potential, man. They just couldn't, they couldn't get it clicking. It, I was between worried about injuries him. and – I was and, worried about him when we played them. Ingram? Yeah, because he man, can get loose. He has a lot of potential, but he just couldn't do it. So, quick, I want your thoughts on the Giants. Bums. Trash. <laughs> Oh, and furthermore, you are a bum. <laughs> Fourth place again. <laughs> God will. Bro, you, that's not a... Okay. <laughs> bum, God will. Trash. Trash. Fourth place again. <laughs> so, so you see fourth place. Yeah. They're bums and trash together. I feel like they can have some type of success if they can only stay healthy. Uh, because uh, Danny Jones don't suck, bro. Danny Jones don't suck. Okay. I see potential in Danny Jones. Saquon Barkley do not suck. No, of course. He's just never healthy. Never. Like since if 2019. He, if he can remain healthy, he can be one of the best running backs in the league. He but hasn't he been healthy since 2019. So. But, yeah, so you got to stay healthy. It's part of the game, injuries. So, But uh, all in all, bums. Bums. And then I, <laughs> and I mean, on that, on that note, I feel like with the team outlook as a whole – I do also have them finishing fourth again. I don't know how many games they're going to win, truthfully. They, I mean, <laughs> even seven. even with the, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Don't mean nothing. And I still don't know how many games they're going to win. I think it all comes down to Daniel Jones and how he progresses. And this is staying healthy too. He, he, he didn't even re-sign his contract, so this is a make-or-break year for him. They are... When you have Tyrod Taylor as your backup, that means that they plan on you not being hey, good. Wherever Tyrod go, Tyrod gets playing time. He gets playing time. He do bro. not sit the bench. He's gonna finish the season every time. So except for in Cleveland, ex- they booted him out. No, but you know what? He got injured. He was actually gonna start, and he got injured. No, he did start the season. Didn't no, he? remember that year? I think Baker Mayfield got. Yeah, Baker Mayfield replaced him midseason. No, but he started the season. I want to say Baker started this. No, did he start the season? No, Tyrod started that season. Okay, and that's because he was injured. But yeah, 
You know what I mean? Wherever hey, Tyrod goes, he's gonna get some playing time. Yeah, so that 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 just tells you what they feel for Daniel Jones. Saquon, he is in his last year of his contract. So as far as that goes, I also feel like, you know, it's dependent on his health. Um, Kadarius Tony, he could definitely be a star for them, but it really depends on his health and also if he wants to step his game up and stop doing stupid stuff on the field, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, causing the team problems. So um, outside of that, I see even with the first placed easiest schedule, they finishing last in the division. Uh, we're going to roll Early over. drive pick for sure. Definitely <laughs> early drive pick, and they're going to pick a quarterback, if anything. Um, with the Washington Commanders now, we're looking at Terry McClurkin. You forgot to sing the song. We are Commanders. I'm not them. So we're not the them. Commanders. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> So late. Oh, man. You have key players, Terry McClurkin, Antonio Gibson, Mm -hmm. Chase Young, who's going to be coming back from an injury, ACL. Dog, Uh, too. You have key additions in Carson Wentz from uh, Indianapolis, and then also Jahan Jones, the wide receiver out of Penn State via the draft. And then you also have key losses of Landon Collins. Man. Spit it out. Landon Collins. (laughs) Um, and Ricky Seals Jones from New York, or him going to New York. Um, what's your outlook on them? Bold prediction. Yeah. Heineke finishes the season. Okay. I don't. I'm not big on Carson at all. I don't like Carson. I've, <laughs> I've I've never been big on Carson. Never. He's still living off that one year where he was supposed to win. Supposed to. What ifs? He was supposed to win. The MVP that year. That's the year that they actually won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But he didn't win the Super Bowl because he, he was hurt. Showed out that year. He did show out that he year. He showed out but, until that knee came out. But that was his really only truly year that he was like. He hasn't been the same there. since. He like, hasn't. Like he was. He's never been a bum until then. Like he's I a bum that, now. But I feel like they still like. Man. I think what makes me mad is like everybody's just like it's a mental thing. Oh, he is is Carson Wentz, man. Nah, he ain't the same Carson once he was before that first injury. It's not. And I, I like Taylor Heineke. Um, so, I, what's your thoughts outside of that? They're going to be bones, bro. Third place. Maybe fourth. Third place. Fourth. I like it. Um, worst I, slogan I, in the NFL or worst, uh, <laughs> worst team chant. I do see ever. them finishing third, personally. And they have the sixth easiest schedule. Heineke needs to go somewhere else. Get up out of there. He has the potential of being Get up a, out of there, a, a great somewhere. starting quarterback. He has that factor. I see it in him. Um, but outside of him. Quick question. Yeah. Are you taking him or Sam Darnold? Neither. <laughs> no, no I'm true. taking that back. Taylor. Yeah. Easy. Sam I, I thought Sam Darnold was not fit to leave USC when he did. No, facts. Like, he might have needed two more years. I didn't think he was that good at USC. I mean, he was smart enough to leave and get that first-round draft pick money, <laughs> but I still don't feel like he was ready to leave. But you have Scary Terry over there, oh, yes. and then I think the biggest part of their team and the, the biggest factor is their defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, with that defensive line, that if they can be – still going to be crazy, bro. Still – I think with the team, if Montez Sweat, who they drafted out of Texas A&M mm-hmm. before they got Chase Young, if them two could take it up another level, 
which they did, he did last year. But if they can take it up another level with them dogs in the middle, just don't do it. I'm Dallas, man. <laughs> just don't do I'm it. I'm kind of scared of that. But I do have them finishing third in the division, and then we're gonna roll over to the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me a oh let me let me let me, let me hit, real quick. <laughs> so key players Jalen Hurts real quick Jalen Hurts Devontae Smith Jason Kelsey the center long time Fletcher Cox who is a dog on the defensive line Darius Slay and then additions wise we have AJ Darius Brown a dog too, he bro. is a dog bro. don't not say no. that I, okay I'll take that he's a dog Darius Slay who's a dog <laughs> there you go but uh, key additions wise you have AJ Brown. Yeah, from Tennessee, you have Zach Pascal from Indianapolis, who is a good backup wide receiver. You have Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, who is a dog. Man, that's going to be scary. Cam Jargons, uh, the center from Nebraska, was a big pickup for them. And how they got this kid, I don't know. Nicobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia, who was the number one linebacker in the country last year. Falling to them that late, I was... Bro, what pick was that? I want to say N'Kobe Dean came off in the third round, like pick 83 or something like that. I'm surprised he lasted that long. I was mad because I thought we were going to draft him. I didn't think nothing of him until I saw that they picked him. I was like, bro, he was in the draft this year? No, man. He was was a dog, bro. whole defense is gone. (laughs) He was a dog, bro. You pairing the middle linebacker from Georgia up with his guy... His defensive tackle from the same team, and they're going to get more years in the league together. I, I, I hate to say this out loud, bro. Philly going to be scary. They are. They have the potential to be good. You know what makes like me good? good. And, and before we even go there, because and then I'm going to go back. Um, just to add on, they added Hassan Reddick, the linebacker from Carolina, who is legit, um, to their to their key additions. As far as losses, I don't feel like they took big losses. Jordan Howard, free agent, and then Brandon Brooks, their guard to retirement. But they have the second easiest schedule in the league this year. What I feel from them is that they went in and said, yo, we don't want to just win the division. We want to win another Super Bowl. And they were stupid aggressive. It ain't going to happen. I don't think so either, but they were stupid aggressive. And they're not going to win the division. You don't think so? I just don't. Okay, it's gonna be so, easy for us to win it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your take on on them as a team? They and got busy now. in the offseason, bro. I gotta respect that, man. Right. I, I don't respect the fans. Never. Shout out to my boy Oz. Shout out to Jerm. <laughs> I do not want to see y'all happy at the end of the football season, though. Never. Do not. It's a shout out uh, to Aaron. I know you watching, man. It, All it y'all bombs though. <laughs> It pains me. So, yeah. so what? Give me your thoughts on that AJ Brown trade, bro. It, it was so unexpected. Like I wasn't expecting it. I just pull out my phone. AJ Brown to the to the Eagles. That might have been. What the are we doing news. in offseason? What are we doing? We didn't do nothing. We and got rid of Amari Cooper. We gonna go there, bro. We gonna go there. We gonna go there. We gonna go. There. Let's wrap this up, bro. But with the, with the, my outlook on them, um, Jalen Hurts. To me, it's going to be all on him this year. So and he get better every year. Too, he bro. gets better every I year. I love Jalen Hurts. I love. J- he from the Bama, Bama boy. He from Oklahoma Bama. boy. From Bama, but <laughs> <laughs> but you got Jalen Hurts. Honestly, you 
you got a cat with an arm and the legs. So now he's just smart too, man. He, he just, just don't smart. have a long ball. Exactly. But why you need that? You don't really necessarily need it now. You got a guy under the middle, AJ Brown. To me, I feel like he's a big body possession receiver who can make things happen. You know what I mean? Um, and then you have Devontae Smith, who he's already played with. He know how to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. So you add them two together. Then you have Dallas Goddard in the middle. At the tight end. that same offensive line. They upgraded their offensive line over the – They did that the, too. Yep. They upgraded their offensive line through the draft. They also yeah. upgraded their offensive line in the offseason. So through free agency. The Eagles went to work this offseason. Man, bro. they went to work, bro. You have Miles Sanders, who is going to be healthy. If Miles Sanders is healthy, that might be the best um, offense in the NFC this year, simply because I'll never can, go on record and say that. Man, I hate I to understand it. I hate to say that. I understand it. it, it but I'm, I'm, I'm not. Gonna I got to be the unbiased. <laughs> I am one not going to say that. <laughs> I got to be the unbiased one out of us. I understand you it. You know what I mean? You, I don't, hey, bro. you like Skip right now? Skip. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn. They're going to be bums, bro. Skip. Skip. Hey, no, but Skip. I expect the uh, Eagles to have a better season this year, man. I do expect them to win eight or more games. Yeah. Uh, only with what I see on paper. With, I mean, that's all we can do based off right now. Yeah. Um, and, and the last time that we've had a repeat division champ in our division has was 04 when the Eagles went on their four straight run of division champs. So... That was the last time. That's a that's a, almost twenty years ago. Like we wow. we approaching almost bro, twenty bro, years. Old, <laughs> like, man, speaking again. So old. man, what? Friday. Friday what? Friday's the day, man. Big three hey, five. First of all, I wanted <laughs> to do this in the beginning of the show, but hey, right, shout right. out to yeah, because <laughs> it would have threw us all the way off. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Money Mar, my co-host. We done been friends since I was a freshman in high school. So that's like 20 years at this point. Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah, just about. Like almost 20 years. Like this was, this was, this is my boy, man. This is my boy. And and for the record, he's always going to say it if, you, if it's around the right person. He is uh, part of the reason outside of God. <laughs> Why I married my wife. So thank you, brother. I don't tell nobody that. You tell me. Man, you always tell everybody. (laughs) You better knock it off. You better better knock it off. Hey, you're welcome. Happy birthday to my boy. Hey. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Let's clap for that for my boy. Hey. Happy birthday. Um, I don't know what we're doing. We're going to have to do something. Um, But on that note, we're going into our our team outlook. Our team. Let's get it. We're looking at the Cowboys. So. We're talking Bold about last year's Bold NFC prediction. East. We're going to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> we, we, we say that every year. It's been year. a while, but we we're gotta going say again. It. We got to say it every year. I'm right? going to say it every year. You're going to say fan. it for us every year. I'm that fan. Bro. I'm not like going to say it out loud because I feel like I jinx us every time I do. so. Um, and I don't bet on the Cowboys at all, just so y'all know. No, nah, I was um, betting on the Cowboys and, and winning too. Bro, I, I, don't bet, I don't bet on us. I do. I think I might have been on this one, one, one game this year, man. But yeah, they don't touch none of my parlays. We looking at we looking at Dallas, uh, key players wise: Dak Prescott, 
Zeke Elliott, C.D. Lamb, Zach Martin, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. And also, if you don't want to say it, um, I still feel like he is maybe also a key player for us. You're talking about Tony Pollard. Um, as far as curse too, huh? Curse too. Yeah, curse too. Yeah, absolutely. In that in that backfield, yep, uh-huh. safety. He he had a scare. Javon Curse. He oh, had he, a, back, he back on the field. We good. He had a scare, and I was like, a little man, tweak, man. Um, you also have the key additions of Tyler Smith, the offensive tackle. Who they're gonna have to groom to take over for uh Smith, right? Yeah. Um outside of that. Is his retirement tour? I don't know. He he's he's long in the tooth. When the last but time they, the <laughs> but they say long in, I don't remember him finishing the season since minute, like bro. Dez was there. That's a long time. That's a long time. It's a long time. And then you have Jalen Tobert, wide receiver from South Alabama who has been showing up, and then Dante Flower out of Atlanta. He was a first-round draft pick top 10 when he was drafted, so hopefully he can bring back some of that magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll get back into that a little later. Uh, as far as key losses, I feel like we took a lot of L's this season, this offseason, <laughs> and no additions. Season like, two. Man, Amari Cooper in Cleveland. Lyle, Lionel, Lionel Collins, yeah, Cincinnati. I mean, I I wouldn't have got rid of him. He'd be tripping sometimes. Nah, he'd be tripping but, a lot. He, but he, man, he was better than uh, what's his name? I didn't even write him down because I couldn't. <laughs> I can't stand him. You know who I can't stand? He wanted out, bro. Who was that? Connor nobody. Williams. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you know I couldn't stand. That was the most. Stop. I'm still mad, bro. Go on. Next no, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, you talk no, about Connor. All no, the time. <laughs> I'm still mad. Look at the time. That, I'm still mad that Connor Williams was drafted over T.J. Watt. Yeah, man, you gonna have to get over that though. What's in the past is in the past. Or whoever he was. What's in the past over. is in the past. I can't even remember. I'm just go. mad. No, wait a minute. I started this, bro. Let it go. <sighs> you gotta okay, let that go. You gotta let Taco go. Usa. <laughs> Usa. No Taco, don't you even Taco. get me on Taco, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> don't you? I think that might have been who was drafted over TJ. Man. Anyway, don't. next on the list, bro. <sighs> Still, we, we, we let go. We let, <laughs> we let go. Cedric Wilson. Why? I don't know. Andrew That's Whitworth that retired. That, I mean, I'm that, that one hurt me more than Amari Cooper leaving. Because... You can count on Cedric to come in and make a play. He's not going to drop nothing. And he might throw a touchdown pass. <laughs> you can and do so much with Cedric, bro. Man. He's going to have fun in Miami. Man. So much is, fun. Is he? Uh, we we oh. lost Randy Gregory to a contract. You know what it was? It's Jerry Jones. This is what Jerry Jones was thinking, bro. First of all, Jerry was like, we hooked this man up with it. Stop. <laughs> we hooked Jerry Stop. up. We, we hooked Randy up. We we ain't let him. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> Look, Jerry was like, look, I done did this, 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 this for you. Paid you through all of these suspensions because you couldn't stop smoking weed. And now it's legal and you're good. Um, he did all of that to say, I know he going to give me that team deal. And then they want to put some weird language in his contract 
at the end, right before he finna sign it. And so he was about to sign. He was gonna sign. They put some weird language in his contract, and then he was his team was smart enough to say, "Nah, bro, Jerry gotta go, bro." Freedom boys, we And then he signed the same deal minus the language with Denver. <sighs> Get your money, man. We lost Neil Keanu Neal to Tampa Bay. I'm okay with um, that. He might have been somewhat of a liability. I'm okay with that. Uh, maybe a somewhat of a liability. Let him be Tom Brady's okay. So, <laughs> so, so give me your outlook on the team. Like, give me a rundown. What you feel? I feel like we never do anything in the offseason and we be getting all hyped up about nothing and never. we need to just relax and chill. Um, but I do expect us to win this division. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's going to be easy with the all the work that Philadelphia put in this offseason. So. You say you expect us. We do have the 10th easiest schedule. I expect us to win the division. Okay. I don't expect it to be easy. Okay. But I hope we don't have a situation like how the Raiders and the Chargers had at the end of the season, where we got to battle it out with Philly. I don't want to do that. Who is who is our uh, who is our last division game? I'm gonna pull it up. Keep going, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Oh, I said what I had to say. No, but you said the last. (laughs) (laughs) I said what I had to say. Just because you say that, we would have to battle it out. The last three games we play Philly, we play Tennessee. And then we play Washington. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we're hopefully. We're going to whoop on Tennessee. We're going to whoop on Washington. Hopefully, it doesn't come out to any of those three games. My outlook, we got Mike McCarthy back, who to me is on the hot seat. Like, I feel like he's been on the hot seat since he signed that contract. And Yeah, because don't nobody like him. That's the only reason why he's on the hot seat. He's been and on the they, hot seat. They crumbled at the end of last season, bro. They did. They crumbled. And that's what he used to do in, in Green Bay. So, especially with his time management. That was one thing that they, some of the Green Bay's fans that I know was really. I, I feel like they was nitpicking at that because every coach does that. Yeah. Every coach has a mistake okay. on the sideline. Yeah, bro. yeah. They were true. nitpicking with every mistake he made. They would talk about stuff that he says in the meetings, like, "Bro, we don't care about nothing. You know get on the field and win ball games." You know why? We watch too much undisputed. You know why? <laughs> you know why this? Jer- it's really Jerry Jones really throwing that stuff out there, man. I'm gonna just always say that it's Jerry, it's Jerry throwing you that might out be there because right, he's the only owner that like schedules press conferences for himself. How you schedule? A, you got a whole <laughs> podcast after the games to talk for yourself. Like, that don't make sense to me. Uh, hey, but the way he got um, money surrounding the, the Dallas Cowboys franchise is crazy, though. Hey. They got their own channel out there. It makes me mad because he's so cheap. So we cheap. go out every offseason, do nothing. We do nothing to take over. Um, as far as that goes, that just that just drives me absolutely nuts. Um, that drives me absolutely nuts. Now, as far as Dak... Goes Dak, I feel like he's gonna have to take his game to another level. He doesn't have the luxury of having a full room um, playmaker wide receivers right now mm-hmm. that people are gonna be scared of. You have CD Lamb who has to be number one, and then you have Dalton Schultz who is gonna be his number two, even though statistically wise last year he was his number two. Right. 
Um, I think it's going to be a big year for Dalton. You know what? I was thinking about this earlier today. Noah Brown, it's time for him to like really step up. He's been in the league for a few years now. Okay. Uh, does he? I don't think he has any touchdowns with us. I don't believe so. However, he don't drop too many passes either. When he's on the field, bro, he's getting those possessions. You know and saying? and this is going to be his, his year. His, it has to be to do that because if he doesn't take advantage of the team being without dogs right now, I mean, you have Michael Gallup, but we don't know when Michael is going to come back. You right. know what I mean? He's still he's coming back from uh, ACL, so you don't know when he's going to come back. And then we just lost. James Washington, who we signed from Pittsburgh for about 10 weeks. So he's going to come back mid-season at this point. We're in August. So right. he's going to come back mid-season. So now we're we looking at him. bring him back with him. Exactly. Because he hasn't had a decent season since, to what, 2019? Since. And those stats were Since what? what? Oklahoma, was he at Oklahoma State? Yeah. <laughs> so but, since then, no, but truthfully. No, really he was in uh, Pittsburgh in uh, 2019. Three touchdowns. He had 44 catches. 735 yards, and that was his best season in the last four years. His best season was last in college. <laughs> so, so, I'm talking about as a professional athlete. So, so I'm, I'm still not sure that that was the pickup for us this no, offseason. It definitely wasn't. Um, but as far as the, the key factors also is going to be Zeke, and it's also going to be um, Tony Pollard. I feel like Zeke is more at the end of his what they want to use him for Dallas because Jerry has a he has a thing with Jerry has a thing with using his running backs and running them to the ground during that first one to two contracts. So and then have to once pay him. and then once that last con that last part of his, their non guaranteed money comes into play, they can cut him easily. And Zeke has this is his last year with any guaranteed money on his contract, right? So they can cut him. It's also Tony Pollard's last season under contract. Mm. So I feel like we put ourselves in a terrible position because if Tony Pollard gets a deal that he has on the table that he feels is more lucrative to him and is going to give him the opportunity to be a starting running back, which he can be in this league, like, do you go with Tony and keep him and drop Zeke, or what are we doing? Because Tony is 25 this year. Zeke is, what, 28? Right. And they both cold. They both cold. Zeke's just not what he used to be. He's not. However, it's new season, bro. We don't know what's going to happen. So I like that one-two punch, though. That one-two punches If they is can legit. keep it clicking. Legit. And just, just run the ball. Bro. I, I feel run like we, <laughs> what we really need is – um, Kellen Moore to stop calling some trash calls. Like, well, I don't understand. I feel like he was saving his playbook because you know he was interviewing for some positions. You think he was saving that playbook? Yeah, he, he better was. not this year. He making me mad, man. Because there's no way you start your season off on fire like that, putting up 30-plus points a game and then finish your season putting up 25, 23. I feel like he didn't open his playbook in Denver until, like, the, the two-minute drill. Exactly. Oh, he was so like, yeah, we gotta. Day. I gotta at least make it look good on my resume still. <laughs> so, uh, defensive wise, uh, oh, before I go to the defense, CD Lamb, um, just to kind of emphasize what I was saying earlier with him, I feel like CD has to have a big year this year. He's the number one wide receiver. That's what Jerry wanted him to be the number one wide receiver. 
and he is the number one wide receiver. But do you feel like he's a true number one? I, I feel, feel like, like he can be. It's the, the potential is there, bro. It's all yeah. up to him and whether or not him and uh, Dak have that chemistry. But it, it, the potential is there. But if he, you, he can outrun any DB. But if you look at if you look at he, the 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 number ones across the league, that's outrunning DBs. They all have pretty serviceable number twos on the other side. This is true. So this is true. You said he can outrun DBs. Um, he had a problem with dropping some catchable balls last year. Pause. Get up on Right, right. But I don't know, man. It's, it's up to him, man. The potential is there. If you want it, he got to go get it, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it, it's, it's going to be a proven year for him on that end, too, if he can play. I feel like he's best in the slot, but he could still be a number one. Yeah, I think he can se. run the whole tree. But I feel like he's super effective in the slot. I, I agree. I'm not disagreeing, but yeah, I feel like he can play it all. He, we, we definitely going to find out this year. We gonna That's have for to. sure. We're going to find out this year. So many pieces. Uh, Defensive-wise, I think the best move that we made was bringing back Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator. That was clutch for us because he took that defense from nothing to number seven. Crazy. 26 turnovers. To number seven. 26 of them things. We lose a few pieces, but he did. They they were able to draft a few people uh, that I feel like are going to make impact for us. And hopefully – Dante Flower comes in, like I was saying earlier, and makes something happen. When he last was with the Rams in 2019, he finished that season with 11 and a half sacks. So if he can replicate that for us, and if Demarcus Lawrence can get back to what he was at, oh, and Michael Parsons surpass what he was at. And that boy finna get so much better. Man. So much better. So much better. This year, too, for him. I'm excited about our defense. And I feel like our defense is going to take the next step because they're also in year two of Dan Quinn's defense. So now he can open up his playbook a little more. You know what I mean? So He's going to end up being our head coach. Watch. I'll say it here first. You know what? I don't agree. I feel like he's going to stay the defensive coordinator. And what's going to happen is at the end of the season, win, lose, or draw, if we win the Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy's gone. <laughs> if, we, if we lose the Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy's gone. We if we don't make the playoffs, winning the Super Bowl, Jimmy Johnson. But, <laughs> but we're not gonna go too far in the past. The Hall of Fame, though. Um, but I feel like with Sean Payton being out there and saying that he still wanted to coach, he just didn't know where. All you about see, Sean Payton. you see, that's part of why the Dolphins owner got in trouble trying to get Sean Payton out there <laughs> and trying to get Tom Brady, but. Sean Payton and Jerry Jones is boys. That's one of his. That was one of his players. One of his guys. You know what I mean. He coached for us at that point. So why not bring him back in after he's done so many great things in New Orleans? So I feel like Sean Payton is on Jerry Jones' watch list at this point, and has been for a while. They just had to figure out a way not to make it look like it. Quick for that. (laughs) Breaking news: Mike McCarthy fired. After he five hours later, first he'll do a press conference. We're not right. getting rid of Mike McCarthy, just like how they did T.O. Man, press conference after press conference. Oh yeah, we're not getting rid of T.O. Man, twenty four hours later, man, I'm gone. So, so you say you feel like um, the Cowboys are going to win the division, even though you said you said it wasn't going to be easy. 
It's not going to be easy. But you feel like we're going to win. I do believe that. Okay. So, I think this pains me to say. Don't say it. Do not say it. I, I do feel like we are going to go deeper into the playoffs. Knee deep. Okay. Yeah, you can say that. But I don't feel like we're going to win the division. Simply because Philly's schedule with Philly added all those pieces and have the number two easiest schedule. Out the box, they schedule is easier than ours. Easier. So if we get a few games behind, we might not win enough just to win that division. But I definitely feel like we're going to go farther than in the playoff run. I hope so. <laughs> that's me being awesome. I don't want to hear none of this. From I none don't want to hear fans, none of bro. it, and that that sucks to say. But I mean, the last time we had, <laughs> the last time we, <laughs> I'm fighting this year. Don't play with me. <laughs> the last time we had the defending champs in the division was 04. So you know, almost again, almost twenty years ago. So that's where that's where I'm at with it as far as fantasy sleeper wise. So anybody that. Bets on fantasy that is in any fantasy leagues. Again, our our draft comes up next weekend. Next weekend. So, I'm ready to go ahead and kill that draft. <laughs> but but um, our draft comes up next weekend. I didn't want to give out too many nuggets that I'm looking at. So, I still want to give out something for the listeners. Just a sleeper. Um, just just a, sleepers so, up. I'm going to give you sleepers. I'm going to give you a muskrat. And I'm going to give you the highest upside. So, sleeper-wise, I feel like Jahan Dotson in Washington will be one of those sleepers because you already have Terry McClurkin on the other side who just got that big contract uh-huh. and news out of training camp is that the boy is bad. He's been out there catching a rock from Carson Wentz and end zone packages and everything already. So he could be a big deal for them. You also have the rookie Brian Robinson jr. The running back outside of Washington Last year, Antonio Gibson, he had a great year. Fantasy-wise, he had a great year. Uh But most of his prime touches came in the end zone. And now that they have the big body in Brian Robinson Jr., Uh they already saying in camp that he's impressive because of his ability to catch the ball. He's a bigger body, so they're putting him in those end zone packages too. So I feel like he's going to sneak in and take a lot of those touches away from Antonio Gibson, and especially where it matters in fantasy, and that's at that end zone for the touchdown. Don't matter how many yards you got. You give me them touchdowns, that's all that matter. Right. You know, um, as far as the must grabs, I'm going to say in where I'm going to say Devontae Smith um, is a must grab opposite of A.J. Brown. He almost touched the 1,000 yards last year. I meant to ask you who you think is going to be the uh... – the most targeted receiver over there, out of those in two. our, oh, out of out of, out of those two, you got to go AJ Brown. You paying him more? So? You paying him more? You got to go AJ Brown. But I, honestly, shoot, Dallas Goddard might <laughs> might might surprise everybody. Yeah, he might be the most targeted as that tight end. He's going to open up. It's going to be a lot of open tight space. Used a lot in our uh, division for sure. Absolutely, especially in Dallas. Man, especially in Dallas. And then leading into that, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say my other must grab to me is Dalton Schultz. That'll be my sleeper. And I don't I don't feel like he's a sleeper just because he's ranked like number eight in tight ends. Yeah. But with him being Dak's number two last year with the Mari Cooper there, 
and now Amari Cooper is Bro, gone. He was clutch last year. <laughs> he was. He was clutch. like Jason Witten 2.0. So, uh, but faster. He's faster yeah. than Witten. Yeah. So, um, he has that makeup. Witten was just dependable. <laughs> he was dependable. And, hey, Dalton is getting there. So, they're going to probably have to be forced to sign him to a big contract since they didn't. They put him on a franchise tag. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to have to eat that at the end of the year, too. Right. So, um, as far as person with the highest upside in the division, I'm going to say Kadarius Toney, uh, the wide receiver in New York. Because last year he had two games. In that two-game stretch, he had 16 receptions and finished with 267 yards. Mm. Other than Outside of that, he only had about 134 yards in the season. So he's showing you that he has the potential. And now that Sterling Shepard is coming off of a ACL injury, you know, right away after an ACL injury, they're not going to be the same right away. No. It's going to take some time. So he's going to get a lot of touches. They're saying right now that he's looking, he's targeted a lot. So, you know, that's how I, that's, I feel like he's going to be one of the players with the highest upside. So I have the... Cowboys finishing second, unfortunately, in our division. I have Eagles finishing first, barely. Um, I have Washington finishing third and the Giants finishing last again. What you have? I got the – honestly, it's going to be the same as last year. Cowboys in first, Eagles in second, Commanders in third, Giants in fourth. Okay, okay. I can uh, see the Giants sneaking in the third. Okay, so you see, you see the Giants sneaking in the third. I can okay. see it, but I mean, who's going to pay attention to that? Nobody. And I tell you what, what I'm not going to do, I promise myself, I'm not drafting Saquon Barkley, even <laughs> even if he's there, even if he's there. I'm not drafting Saquon Barkley. Now you know what you didn't do today? What? I didn't talk about today. I'm, I'm not talking about him. I'm proud of you, my boy. <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to do it. I told you I wasn't going to do it. But, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in. If you're going to watch it on YouTube, like, subscribe. If you're watching it or listening to it off of Spotify or off of Apple Music, if you can, like, subscribe on all platforms, leave a comment. Thank you for tuning in to the Dog Money Podcast Show. We only turning it up from here. We got about three more weeks until we can start giving out picks. So I'm excited about that. So Let's stay go. Hey, got anything before? Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. I told y'all to hey, get back. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Okay. Michael Jackson is hey, the king of pop. We're going to leave out on Michael Jackson. <laughs> y'all have a blessed day. Hey. Michael Jackson. <laughs>